The simple truth is that paid ads are one of the absolute best ways to test out marketing ideas or to just put a little bit of extra oomph behind your marketing. Now, a lot of people avoid paid ads because they can feel pretty overwhelming. And unless you set up everything correctly, they can actually end up costing you more money than they should or than they need to. Now, here's the secret. You can do everything on your ads to optimize the ad itself, set up everything the way that Facebook or Google loves, but unless you've done the work on your website first, it won't matter much. Now, if you wanna know how to set up your website to be ready for the ads you're getting ready to run, I'm gonna talk you through that in today's episode. You're listening to the Captain Coder Podcast. Each week, I take you through actionable strategies that can help you grow your online business. I'm your host, Marisa Vanskyver, AKA Captain Coder. Now, if you're wondering why I am talking about websites when we're talking about Facebook and Google ads, I want you to think about this. Paid ads are just a way for you to get the right people to visit your website faster and sometimes honestly more accurately than you could organically or you could through free strategies like simple social media even email marketing and all those kinds of things. Now, whether or not someone makes a purchase, signs up for your webinar, or even sends a contact email through your website, all depends on what happens on your website after they click. There are a lot of ways that you can lose someone once they've hit your website, especially from an ad but there are things that you can do to connect and convert those interested buyers. So I'm gonna walk you through my top five so that you have everything that you might need to go set up and get ready to run some ads. Now step one, you wanna start with setting up a landing page specifically for your ad. Now, this may seem really simple, but it's a mistake I see a lot of new businesses make and just people who have never run ads before. If you're running any kind of ad campaign, no matter what it is, you really should have a separate landing page for that specific ad or group of ads that all kind of cover the same topic. You don't necessarily want to have people click through that ad and go straight to your website's homepage. Now your homepage or the correct inside page that you have may not and probably is not set up to take your targeted browsers through your entire service or product. So I want you to think about this. When you click on an ad from somebody's website and you or from Google, or Facebook, and you get to somebody's website, if you don't go directly to what you clicked on that ad for, don't you get a little frustrated? That's what happens when someone clicks an ad for your website. You have to get them to quickly like, know, and trust your business, but you also have to deliver what you promised in the ad to begin with. Let's be real, you're competing against a lot of other advertisers on digital platforms. 
the best way to build up the like, know, and trust factor to make sure that you're connecting people back to the ad that you're running is to create a landing page specifically for that particular campaign. It allows you to hit on your ideal audience's pain points, showcase how the product or service that you're trying to sell solves their problem, and you can even back it up with some social proof, with some testimonials of people that you've helped. You want to make sure that what you're doing is enticing people to keep reading, to do what you want them to do. You got the click, you got them from the ad, that part's working. Now we need to earn the money, the ROI from the ad by keeping them on your website. And the best way to do that is to set up a specific landing page. Now, point number two, and I touched on this just a little bit, you have to make sure the message of the ad and the message of the landing page matches. Now, there is nothing worse, like I said, than clicking on on an ad. It promises you a big solution to your problem, and then you have to kind of click multiple times or run a lot of pages to actually find what you were originally targeted for. Now, creating a landing page specifically for an ad campaign means that you're going to make sure that the message of your ad and the message of the page that you're taking people to actually matches. That means customers will be able to go through everything they need to do to actually work with you without having to do any work to do it. You want to make this process incredibly simple. Think about when you are clicking on ads. It's either late at night or in off times when you're on Facebook and you're scrolling on Instagram when you're trying to do some engagement and you just happen to see something that makes sense, you're doing it absentmindedly. You have to make this incredibly simple. So if I'm clicking, for instance, on a highly specific ad on Facebook, I expect that when I get to that website, I'm going to find exactly what I want. When things don't match, your targeted customers will bounce right off of your site. And that's what you guys are seeing if, you're, if you've ever run paid ads before. And you're seeing that people are clicking, they're clicking on the ad, Facebook or Google is telling you that people are clicking that ad and going to your website, but you're not seeing contact forms come in, you're not seeing webinar registrations, you're not seeing people fill out and get your freebie. It's because you've not hooked them. You've not made the message of the ad and the landing page match well enough. Now, number three, we have to design for mobile first. Again, most people who are clicking on your ad are doing so on their phones. I know that you know how important it is to make sure that your landing page looks good on a phone. But most of your traffic from paid ads, especially on Facebook where you're in an app or especially on Instagram where you're in an app, they're going to be coming from mobile devices. So make sure that your mobile looks good. Even if if you dive into your own analytics and you find that or you assume that most of your current website visitors are largely on desktop. 
you do have to factor in those who are in your target audience who are on Google, Facebook, Instagram in the evenings, TV on the background, doing some scrolling in their downtime. Not only does that knowing that really factor in the types of ads you'll create, because like I said, again, they're distracted, you gotta grab them. But you have to ensure that your ads and your website are optimized for mobile. Now, the great thing is, depending on how you create your landing pages, whether you're using ClickFunnels, whether you're using a landing page builder in your WordPress website, Elementor, whatever, or you know, you hire a web developer to create these beautiful pages for you, um, hint, hint, captcoder.com, just saying, However you're doing it, you need to make sure that these look good on a phone. They should look on a, on a desktop too, but it needs to look good on a phone first. Number four. Now this one gets into the little bit of technicality, but you wanna make sure your website loads quickly. You have, honestly, I think this number has gone down. Studies show that you have three seconds or less for your website to load. I'm going to say that TikTok and other platforms have probably made taken that down to like two seconds. People will bounce. They will bounce if your website doesn't load. They either think that your website doesn't work or they just are impatient or whatever it is. You don't have a ton of time for your website to lag. Now, you can speed up your website. If you are on Wix or Squarespace, I can't promise you that this will help because I have no control over those platforms. And you guys all know if you've listened to the podcast for longer than two seconds, you know, I hate those platforms because I, you know, I just can't control them. But to make things go faster and to increase your or decrease, excuse me, your page load speed, there are a few things that you can do without touching code. So one, you want to keep your landing page simple. Don't get crazy with it. It needs to load fast and it just needs to have the information it needs to have. So I tell clients all the time, avoid large images, avoid video backgrounds, because those can take a long time to load, especially if you already have site load problems. Avoid any kind of heavy animations, especially again, because we're working on phones and somebody has maybe really bad data, or they don't have good Wi-Fi in their basement or whatever it is, remember that you, we want these things to load and load quickly. If you wanna delve into the super technical stuff, if you like doing this kind of thing, you can test your website's current page speed in Google's PageSpeed tool. Now it will flag major issues for you so you can know where to start and how to improve things. I will tell you, 90% of what it's gonna tell you is that your images are too large, because it always flags the images, and that your server response time takes too long, which means your web host is slow. And that's step three with making sure your website loads quickly. You need to make sure that you're using a quality web host because where your website lives, who you pay money to to have a website be on the internet, that has a huge impact on how fast it loads. Uh, look, I'm gonna be honest. There are a lot of services out there. If you want the full list, you can DM me on Instagram at Captain Coder. I will tell you who to avoid. Um, but 
My favorite is WP Engine. And I will link that in today's show notes because honestly, WP Engine loads my site quickly. They only host WordPress websites. So if you have a WordPress website, that's who you need to go with. Um, Again, you don't have a lot of control over Wix and Squarespace. So if you have a site with them, uh, sorry, bums your luck. Maybe talk to me about upgrading that. Just a thought. Now, fourth, if you do have a WordPress website and you're not on a host like WP Engine who has some of these built in, you can use plugins like Auto Optimized or other caching plugins to do some background work for you. I would not recommend just going and installing those. Get on live chat with your host, get on the phone really quick, make sure that it's okay for you to install those plugins. And look, if any of what I just said in the last like three to four minutes made you super nervous, send me a message on Instagram, send me a DM, or even jump to my website and fill out the contact form. I'm always here to help. Now, the last one on our list, (laughs) and this one's going to be like, oh God, Marisa, look, we want to track all of the data. Now, I honestly understand this is harder after some of the recent iOS privacy updates. And if you do not like numbers, you may not like me for saying this, but you have to have at least have available to you as much data as you can. Now, one way to make this a little easier is you can actually create separate landing pages on your website for your Facebook ads versus your Google ads. That actually makes it a little easier post iOS 14 privacy tracking updates to understand which of those is working better. But at the bare minimum, your website should have a Google Analytics tracking code on every single page of your website. That's so you know how many people are landing on your website, what they're doing when they get there, and you can even follow them through their journey of going through your landing page and funnel sequence. Now, Google Analytics, which I will link in today's show notes, is a completely free tool. So there is literally no reason for you to not have this on your website. Squarespace, Wix, WordPress, All of those platform builders make this really easy to add with either built-in features or just adding a quick plugin. Now, if you're running Facebook ads, I think you almost have to have a Facebook pixel on your website. And there's some other things that you have to do to set up your Facebook ad account to get your pixel and everything else. But you want to be able to track the data directly from Facebook and how things are working. Now, while you're limited on how much you can track now, Facebook can still get data from your website through the pixel tracking code, at least to some degree. So it can make you can make sure that you're targeting the right people because you can retarget people who have already been on your website and maybe didn't follow through. Now, even if you're not entirely sure how to read any of the data that I'm having you gather, If you have both of these codes installed on your website and you have a Google Analytics account, someone can come in later and read it for you. It just means that you're not losing any of this valuable information. So if you're even running ads for six months and you don't have the ability to hire somebody to read that, they can come back in and still look at that six months worth of data. Now, when it comes to your website or your ad strategy, A lot of people want to know what comes first. Now, there are options on Facebook to do lead ads without doing a landing page. There are some other things that are coming out. But the short answer 
is that once you've decided to run ads and you've decided what to run ads for, you have to do the work on your website to ensure that it's not only ready for paid ads and for human beings to come to your website and fill out those forms and sign up for your list and you know join your webinar, buy your course, but you have to be ready for the traffic that's going to be coming in. So remember, paid ads are just driving people to your website. It's what happens on your website that controls whether or not those browsers become actual leads and customers. Thank you all for tuning in to our show this week. To catch more Captain Coder, you can subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast app. Now, if you have any questions or you want to learn more about digital marketing and how it can help grow your online business, follow us on Instagram at Captain Coder or visit us online at captcoder.com. Can't wait to talk to you all again next week.